Welcome to the Need More Buffs podcast, the unofficial Lightseekers podcast sponsored by DeliveryCrab.com. DeliveryCrab.com, your number one source for Lightseekers cards and three points of healing. Welcome back, Seekers, to episode 24 of Need More Buffs. I'm your host, Matt Sonnenberg. In today's episode, we're bringing back another guest, Jake, also known as Jaeger Noon. We first heard from Jake back in November of last year when he was talking to us about a tech aggro deck, but today we are going to go to the completely opposite end of the spectrum and talk about a granite deck. For those of you who don't know, granite is a hero who has the ability to increase damage done to other heroes by five if your deck is empty. So it's a very unique hero, but... I think as you'll be able to see, it can be very effective and you can have a lot of fun with him. As you'll hear throughout the episode, Jake has obviously had a lot of success with Granite. He's won three Road to Regionals tournaments, as well as the Scotland Regional itself. So that means he's already earned himself an invitation to the national tournament. The show notes for this episode, including any links we mentioned and the deck list that we discuss, can be found at DeliveryCrab.com slash 024. That's DeliveryCrab.com slash 024. With that being said, let's get into the interview. Welcome back to the show, Jack. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you, Matt. How are you doing? I am doing well. I just realized how long it's been since I've actually gotten to talk with you. I, I got your recording for one of the episodes a few weeks ago, but this it, it's been many, many months since we've actually been able to sit down and talk. It is. Is it? How, how much has the game changed since? It's, uh... <laughs> a, a lot of things have changed. Uh, just how many people are playing the game, how many cards we have to play with. So the new set has come out. I mean, yeah. Mythical is just been absolutely awesome it's been so good yeah the the attention it's uh it's generating i think is is just so good and play fusion have really stepped up with the kind of advertisements as well i see them all around facebook it's, everyone's getting involved yeah definitely they I, I i think that's something a lot of people were kind of waiting on is like they wanted to see that the game was going to grow it wasn't just a one and done type of thing and so the that, that, that's it. Yeah. the release of this second set is, is really bringing a lot of people on board. So I'm you you've gotten your hands on Mythical now, right? I have. Yeah, I managed to get myself a few boxes, and uh, yeah, spent most of I think last Thursday. I think I took the day off work just to, <laughs> just to wait for the posts and to open them up. Oh, I like that. Did you manage to pull any Mythics? Is the big question. I did. Yeah, I pulled one. Okay, and I pulled. Uh, is it is it over overseer tusk rage he's the uh he's the tech nature yes that would be hero, a, yeah. yep awesome well glad to hear you got your hands on at least one um yeah. now w- whether you want to use it or trade it or what what the case may be that's up to you but um it's always nice to be able to pull one that's it yeah i, p- I pulled it in my first box so i thought once the stress of that was all over <laughs> i could just kind of enjoy <laughs> enjoy the other two awesome so you've been keeping busy, though, since we last talked a few months ago. We, we had you on the show to discuss your tech aggro deck. I believe yeah, you, were running, right. you were running Impex at that time. I was, yeah, yeah, Impex. And now I believe we're going to discuss a granite deck that you've put together and kind of sounds like it's kind of become a, a favorite of yours. 
It has, yeah. It's just my kind of, it's, it's my go-to deck. And yeah, it's the complete opposite to... Exactly. <laughs> it feels very different from Tech Aggro. So interesting to see uh, w- what you think about that and what uh, people you've played think about that too, I think. First of all, well, actually, before we get into it too much, why don't you give us a rundown of the deck list and then we can talk some more. Okay, cool. So the hero is obviously Granite. The five combos are Avalanche, Magma Blast, Crushing Blow, Scorched Earth, and Wrath of the Mountain. And then for your action cards, you've got three Mountain Forts, three Boulder Feasts, three Ancient Miners, three Crystal Leeches, three Emergency Systems, two Exterior Defenders, two Hurricane Spirits, two Tantosian Blacksmiths, two Focus Chambers. You get two Unruly Mobs, and then a Thunder Slug, a Wind Controller, a Swooping Corvid, and then your Sleepy Crab Staff and your Forge Shield. Wonderful. So I, I've, I've obviously... Uh talked about it before a little bit and i've put together a granite yeah. deck myself it obviously has some of the same cards yeah that i i think have to go in any granite deck but it when you get into splashing in different colors that's where it, it really seems to differ from mine so i ah, okay. it'll be interesting to see what why you have some of those cards in there but before we get to that i i i, I want to See, you've had some some pretty good success with this deck, and that's probably why you stuck with it so long. But how, how long have you actually been playing this deck? Right, I think. Oh God, I've been playing it. I think before the Scotland region start of the new year. I would say the, the Scottish regionals were February the tenth, I believe. So I think I was playing it just after Christmas. Okay. I kind of sat down and I looked at it, and I was just looking for a new deck. I, I played a lot of my um, my Impex Agro, and I I wanted a new one. Mm-hmm. And I think Granite was one of the few heroes that I had that really caught my interest straight away. It didn't have a kind of generic, you know, deal one damage to your opponent <laughs> type thing. Yeah. He was, uh, he was so different from any other hero. And uh, it's like a challenge. It's like a puzzle. It's just like, how do I, how do I get this guy to work? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's how I feel with a lot of the heroes, especially ones people don't use too often, is that yeah. they, they've been played with and tested so much at the play fusion office like i feel like there has to be a deck that you can build around this hero that makes it a viable option and exactly yeah they're clever they're they're clever in play fusion and mm -hmm. they yeah a lot of cards go you can you can instantly see the ones that go together and then there's always a new one that you discover you go oh this is really good as well and yeah i like that yeah so Granite was one that kind of caught my attention to just being so different, so unique. The the only one up until Mythical, now we do have another hero that references an empty deck, but yes, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see when someone builds a deck around that or actually brings it to a tournament play or something. Yeah, I had people, a couple of people message me and be like, oh yeah, yeah, got another empty deck hero. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Granite though, you've taken to a number of tournaments now and um well how many tournaments have you played in with him right okay so i've played him in about five uh five tournaments which which tournaments were these okay so sorry yeah so we got uh one we got the scottish regional okay and then we've got the uh i went to an ashford roads regional before that so ashford's about an hour from where i live then then to the scottish scottish regional and then after that i did two two roads to regionals and then finally the Manchester one that was my last that was my last tournament. Awesome. And h- how well did Granite fare there? So 
I've won every road to regional, which was which is very good. And then I came first place at the Scottish regional, so I was very happy with that. And then I came ninth at the Manchester regional, which I was kind of so so about. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I uh, I bubbled to uh, Shaz uh, from Settlers, mm-hmm. and uh, he he was my uh, he was my opponent. He was my finalist opponent at the Scottish regional. So, <laughs> so he he'd seen the deck before. Yes, yes. So he, uh, we never actually got to play in the tournament, but we ended, we ended up with the same, we ended up with the same score. So we both went three two. Okay. But his resistance, I think, was high. Well, was higher than mine on the yeah. day. So, uh, yeah, he got through. But so, uh, but yeah, I mean, I still overall though, I was, I was still very happy with how the deck played. That's good to hear. Has this deck, uh, like b- before? Well, actually, no. F- from the first tournament you played in to yep. to i guess manchester ha- has it evolved between that time at all like i'm assuming it evolved before that yeah that's right so i mean i put up a video on my youtube channel oh god i think kind of right right after christmas kind of in the january mm-hmm. period where i kind of I, I threw together a granite deck and i was just like there you go guys what do you think and it was it was weird it didn't really use anything like swooping corvids it used dust fiends my kind of goal was to use a combo every other turn. Sure. And then and then use Unruly Mob kind of between those in my off turns to draw back the cards that I play. And uh, yeah, to kind of keep your opponent from attacking. And then I think as it, the more I played, and I play tested it a lot, mainly against, well, my, my Impex deck, like heavy aggro decks. Sure, sure. And as I played it and played it, and sometimes I'd win, but more often I'd lose... So my kind of goal was how do I how do I survive? So how do I stay long enough to draw through the deck? Mm-hmm. And then that's when the kind of inclusion of the emergency systems came in, okay. and the board uh, shield as well, and things like that. So it changes, and then even at Manchester, from from Scotland to Manchester, um, there was a few more changes. So I dropped the Hurricane Spirit because you don't want to start with those in your hand. Unless <laughs> you've got the Tantosium. It's like death, you know, you open your hand with like three blues and a combo. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, it's like, this is, <laughs> it's like, this is bad. Yeah. So I dropped in, uh, dropped out one of those, added in a couple of exterior defenders. Okay. And I found like what people would wait to do is, yeah, they'd whittle you down then try and finish you off with a big combo. Sure. So if you could play, if you could play your exterior defenders at the right time, you could just, you could just kind of dampen your opponent's attack down a little bit. Makes a lot of and sense, then, yeah. And then finally, a wind controller because it's just so good. And I think that was really my card at, at Manchester because you could just play it and you can play three magma blasts because you could just go magma blast, pay for it with a combo. It's uh, I think it's with scorched earth. You pay for it, and then that magma blast comes back to your hand. And then since scorched earth is the last card in your deck, you draw that back up after playing your combo, and then you're ready to do it again. Wow! And you just, and you could just keep going. Yeah, so I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that that's <laughs> that that will do it very quickly. Yeah, it's consistent as well. It's not different damage every turn. You know, it's going to be seventeen damage, seventeen damage, mm-hmm. and then if they need another seventeen damage as well. So there, there are a few cards in here that I never really thought of including in my granite deck that I I might have to look at revamping a little bit. But I mean, the the, the emergency system for one, because I only went into red and blue. But then, yeah, the, the wing controller definitely has potential. And yes. swooping Corvid, I I never really thought about, but makes a lot of sense 
because typically if you're playing combos, you're putting cards back into your deck, which obviously with granite you don't want to do. That's so, exactly. Yeah, if you if you can get that combo down to one or zero cost, then it it's it's amazing for granite. That's right. Yeah, because uh, I have to I have to thank Jack for uh, for kind of putting me on this this swooping corbett idea. And in Scotland, I ran two, and my kind of idea was right near the end of the deck. I have three cards left. You would set up the kind of run. Mm-hmm. So at this point, your opponent has most likely gotten rid of all their buff removal. You know, most decks run three, so they've used it. They've gotten rid of your mountain forts, your ancient miners, whatever. And uh, at this point, you can use Focus Chamber to start drawing those last few cards, then moving your Swooping Corvids into play. Yeah. And what what I would do is you one turn, a Swooping Corvid would come down, you would draw. The next turn, the next Swooping Corvid would come down so that they would tick. So you'd have two consecutive turns where your bus would cost, would have a reduction of three. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And, <laughs> and yeah, and it worked, it worked pretty consistently as well. And you just you just set up the run. So it was the same it was the same thing every time, you know, right at the end, focus chambers into the Corvids and it would just, and it would just uh, go that way. Yeah. The the other major difference I, I noticed between your deck and mine is the combos then too. I, right. Yeah. Most of your combos are more offensive than defensive whereas i i use a lot of those slots as more like damage reduction type of stuff but you you really kind of go on the offensive with those obviously that yeah. th- there is a little bit of a difference because you have the emergency systems that i didn't have which provide a little yeah. more protection too but uh, h- how'd you feel that played so i think most of the time between your boulder feasts and emergency systems and mountain forts your opponents were never, I mean, there's some decks that may never, may never just get through all of that. Mm-hmm. But I think that I try to, how I try to do it is try and have a kind of a, a combo for every occasion. Sure. So sometimes, so for Avalanche, for instance, I would try and have it so that if I knew my opponent was playing a very attack heavy deck, you know, you get those, when well, you get those tech decks mm-hmm. that come in, uh, you get like storm decks as well, like fish singer, Ushi and stuff like that. They want loads of attacks you can, uh, yeah, you can just play down Avalanche. You can play, you can deal the fifteen damage, which is still really good, and uh, and you can send the cards back from hand. So while it is offensive because you got that fifteen damage, it can be a defensive play as well. And sometimes I play that mid game okay. if they're if they're trying to build up because you can send all their attack cards, including their combos, back to their deck, and they have to waste time again to draw it all back up. Yeah, um, Magma Blast was my main attacking card, mm-hmm. so that, that, that's the one. That's the three cost, two Earth, and a Fire. And it just, uh, I, if, if I can, I just try and use that all the time. <laughs> so just, just magma blast with, with wind controller. And that's all you need. Yeah. Crushing blow. Again, it's, it's good. I, I don't think you'd run a mountain deck without it really. It's just so good at disrupting your opponent as, if they've got an item. And it means that in my side deck, I don't have to run weapon master as well. Very true. Scorched earth. So scorched earth just pays for magma blast. But also it's good if you're sometimes your opponent puts down cards like subjugator or I think it's ritual of awakening, the, the dread combo buff where you can't be attacked. Yes. You, so you need a way to get around that. Yeah. So your buff. So a buff offensive card really helps as well. Makes sense. Yeah. And then, fi- and then finally rough the mountain. It's, it's got slight disruption. So it kind of went along the theme that I was going on early on 
with, same with kind of Hurricane Spirit and Avalanche, which was trying to move cards from your opponent's hand back to the deck. Mm-hmm. So you can disrupt them. But often I almost always sided that one out for Streamer Tantos, and, and that provided a bit of healing. It's a defend card as well, so you can get you use that to get rid of <laughs> Brown Subjugator and all those kind of... And it, I think it does... Is it seven healing, six damage? And so that becomes 11 that damage. Right, yeah. So yeah, it's just a combo for 11 and seven heal was really good. And of course, with wind control, you can keep bouncing that back as well. So wind control, um, Streamer Tantos and Crushing Blow play for each other. Very so true, you yeah. can just... You could just keep using Streamer Tantos you know, like three turns straight without it without it going to the discard. Yeah, that that's that's good stuff there. I, you, you really have that thought out. I, I talked to some people, and I mean, admittedly myself even, like sometimes combos are just in there because I need more combos or because they're they're there strictly for payment. Like I, like you have one of those, but you have like valid reasoning very specific reasoning for putting all of the other combos in there yeah that's right it's 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 a combo deck it doesn't win without it mm-hmm. uh if, if uh if there's if they manage to survive it then you know that, that's it you lose so i think everything everything has to be in the right place yeah like i said i wouldn't i haven't I haven't changed those combos since mythical so yeah, Avalanche, Magma Blast, Crushing Blow, Scorched Earth, and now uh, Stream of Tantos is in there permanently. So I don't have to waste a, a kind of game siding out yeah. and putting it back. Yeah. With a granite deck, you basically... Two basic things I always think of is, one, you need some kind of damage reduction and or a lot of healing. Yeah. And two is card draw. Yeah. So you have your Ancient Miners in there. And yeah. Let's see. Focus Chambers... And right. oh, Hurricane Spirit too. That's right. Yeah. In an early version of my Granite deck, I know I had some Hurricane Spirits, but I eventually took them out because I think they were always just being removed. Which I mean <laughs> yeah. is great if they're going to waste their buff removal on that, I guess. But how did you find that that worked usually? Like, what did people end up removing? in the majority of your games like did, did they go after the card draw because they knew about granite's power or did they try to remove other stuff i think in when i was in scotland uh it definitely went people really went in for the uh, hurricane spirits okay you know they, they they were really targeted down and i think that the fact that you have to wait two turns for them to kick in mm-hmm. uh was a pain and then because it's an attack ability as well sometimes i was getting caught on exterior defender oh and uh i just have to I just have to blow it because uh, I, again, I'd have to, I'd rather waste the hurricane spirit than yeah, definitely have to throw away a combo. But it's still like oh, I've just waited all this time, you know. And they're sitting there with an exterior defender out. And they know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen, and uh, so they don't have to waste the bus, buff removal. But I think when it goes off, it's good. The three card draw is uh, is really useful. I mean, I, ancient miner is so good. I think sometimes when you look at ancient miner, you might go, ah, oh, well, you know. It's, it's not amazing but i think that once they get going i had games where you could have like every turn i could play one and you just have with uh stubborn eve rock mm-hmm. as well wow and uh that was in a that was in my scottish list i ran a one-off stubborn eve rock um <laughs> and you know you could just again you can use stubborn eve rock with hurricane spirit use its ability and then use its ability again and so yeah. you can get the and then you can get the kind of six card draw in uh in two turns and that was really good yeah, that 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 definitely is a way to get cards out fast. Yeah, is this a deck that you are still playing today? 
I am still playing it. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's definitely my go-to deck. I mean, even uh, even post mythical, I built a couple, but I've uh, out of, as as we were saying uh, just the pre-show, I've uh, I've updated this list as well um, with mythical stuff because I think there's some really good cards in there that have really helped uh, that have really helped out the granite deck because I find that granite's biggest weakness is for other decks to outpace it. Mm-hmm. Which which sounds fairly obvious off the bat. Yeah. You think, well, this is a slow deck, so obviously people are going to outpace it. But I think there's there's some decks, and I think Dolo Dolo is my was one of my toughest matchups. It's kind of become a, I guess, a bit of a gag with with some of the judges at um, at the tournaments because I always seem to play at least two Dolo decks <laughs> uh, <laughs> in all my rounds, and yeah. uh, it's just a mix of their consistent card draw and crushing blow. Sure. That. Uh, and there's always a creeple jester in there as well that just you know what mountain i was just thinking off the top of my head there's even more you've got lava bouncer as well there's so many there's so many cards that disrupt the hand mm-hmm. in mountain yeah so that's my hardest match and i feel that dolo especially with these with his draw power for for mythical creeple monk is has just been really good in testing just to stop your opponent from using it or all heroes can't use abilities yeah so which isn't really a problem <laughs> especially mid game with granite or anything like it's just he doesn't yeah. even, he doesn't have an ability so exactly yeah you don't have and to worry get, about it that's it and if you get that in your opening hand because i think a, a standard play for dolo opening up is just mm-hmm. yeah yeah straight away ability let's let's just draw two even if you can just stop it for three turns and uh of course it could it could be more with geode hatchling sure. um even even if you just stop it for three turns, that's that's good pace for you. Definitely. Because I, I always like to do, you know, if my opponent double passes and they draw two, I think, right, they haven't got anything, so I'm going to double pass and draw two. And I, I always try and play reactively. Okay. So wh- whatever they're trying to do, I try not to have too many cards out on the field because it's just a big target as well for... Often, if you can just keep, like, one mountain fort out, I don't think people are going to waste the buff removal on it. Yeah, but if you start if you start dropping loads of cards down, they go, well, this this is a good use now for Craze Bomber or something like that. You know, I'm happy to blow Craze Bomber on Mountain Fort and an Unruly Mob or something. <laughs> yeah, so, so anyway, to stop going off off pace there, but but being able to stop your opponent's abilities has been really helpful uh, so far in playtesting. Yeah, I I, I have to imagine I, we're going to see a few of those uh, unaligned cards. I think pop up in a lot of decks because they. Yeah. They they will be able to affect a lot of the decks that we have seen thus far. Obviously, it depends if people will continue to play the decks we've seen up to this point, or if they're just going to completely switch gears and jump on some of the new heroes. But that remains to yeah. be seen. Well, that's it because I think I've seen a couple of um, you know, even if I think of a general like so, our our, our new three or our kind of big three at the moment, we've got like Dolo and Trianu, say, mm-hmm. and um, both both ability based. Yep. Um, you think of like general carnage as well, ability based as well, and things like that. And, and I think straight away, Creeble Monk. I, I think even for a side for like like a one side for a lot of decks. Yeah. Um, we may we may see that. I also like Creeble Decoy as well. That's a cool one. Um, <laughs> I think that's what it's called the send. A, is it send a, one attack card back if you attack? Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like that too. Yeah, a lot of good stuff out there. So it, it it'll be interesting to see where this deck goes. I know we, we're not gonna force you to share all your secrets going forward. <laughs> um, still a lot of good play to come, especially since I mean you obviously have your invite to nationals. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Was, uh, are 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 you going to be able to actually make nationals then? 
I am. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a quest at the moment for me to do all of the uh, all of the regionals okay. uh, around the country. So I'm in Aldershot at the end of the uh, at the start of. I don't know. I think it's in two, three weeks, actually. Now I think about it, it's probably closer than I think. And then there's there's one more in Bristol, and then that leads up to the UK Games Expo in June. Okay, yeah, that it's gonna be a big thing. Like I believe the UK Games Expo is kind of was Lightseeker's first big showing, and so it's nice to see that it's gonna kind of be wrapping up the the first full year with nationals over there. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be like a be a really good season as well at, at the moment i mean I, I know we're halfway through but it's been really good and so i'm looking forward to this kind of uh this post mythical half now and see where it all goes before we get going is there anything else any, any kind of tips you might have for someone who might be interested in playing a granite deck in particular uh anything they should think about when they're trying to build their own deck yeah i think um the first thing I'm going to say is is just practice. Just try and play against as many different heroes as you can and just work out the pace that you need to play at when you're playing against different orders. So if I'm playing against a nature deck, I know maybe I can go a little bit slower, but if you're playing against like a heavy tech deck, you may find that if they if they if they don't have a lot of heals on them as well, most most kind of tech aggro decks only run two fixes and a nitro heal. Sure. Um you might go, well, do you know, I might actually use my combos now. Do you know, I'd, why, why wait till the end of the deck? If you can hit them for 12 damage, especially with wind control, if you can keep bouncing the 12 damage back to your hand, as long as you have the cards to pay it, yeah, um, you, you might be able to win the game much earlier. That definitely makes a lot of sense, yeah. It, yeah. I, I didn't get to play against a lot of tech decks. when I The, the only time I've gotten a lot of experience with with my granite deck was at PAX South and yeah. there we did see a lot, a lot, a lot of mountain decks and there, most of them dolo at that point too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, is such a pain in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I play, I think also um, just don't be afraid just to, you know, just, just to try any kind of combination of cards, like one off techs because you, you can focus on draw power and survivability. You'll, you'll have a chance to play through your whole deck yeah so that, that that's a very good point where with a lot of decks you, you you're kind of hoping that you might eventually find that blacksmith to get these out and be able to play the other third of your deck that you put in there with a different color but with granite the whole point is to draw all your cards and so you have so much card draw in there and your ultimate goal is to get your entire deck in your hand that it is very likely that you will be able to find all that extra cards that you put in there. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Um, also think about your side deck as well and what goes in it. So um, since I, I've, since, since Manchester, I've moved my unruly mobs into my side deck. Okay. And uh, I've added a couple more cards in and I think, uh, yeah, just, just, just think about your side deck as well. Think about your combos. I knew another guy. Um, I was talking to the guy who placed, I think he was sixth. He played sixth in Manchester, and he was using a granite deck. And sure. uh, and he had and he had some he had some combos. He had some like defensive combos as well. And uh, I think he had the the one where you, you're immune to damage for two turns. Mm-hmm. So he like he liked that one. Impenetrable and, uh, shield. That's it. Yeah. So I think that 
it's yeah, j- just feel free to play around with it. I think that as long as you've got the kind of the core in place to keep you alive, I think a lot of the time you just can't go wrong with granite. And he was using he was using like a shattered earth and then crushing blows. So the shattered earth triggers and deals. Is that is that the right one? It's the it deals two damage whenever you play an earth card. Yeah, and uh, uh, shattered yeah. volcano. Shattered volcano. That's the one. Yep. And then it will deal uh, five more damage because of granite's ability too. So he was using that to uh, to kind of get it off, but. Yeah, see, I think there's lots of different plays as well. So this, my my list is just one interpretation, I think, of many for Granite. So he's so versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, don't be afraid to try new things. Wonderful. Once again, if people want to get a hold of you, if they want to talk to you more about Granite or White Seekers in general, where's the best place to get a hold of you? I pretty much live on the Discord. So I'm Jaeger Noon there. So yeah, feel free to message me. Um, I also do a YouTube channel as well, which I'm new to. That's NU and then the number two. And I post, uh, I post just deck lists up there. Sometimes I, I just throw together a bunch of cards and say, a bit like how the granite decks died. You know, here guys, have a look at this. <laughs> um, do you know what do you think? You know, just just to kind of get it out there into the kind of ether. You know, yeah, absolutely. And it uh, seemed to work out well for you. Yeah, that's it. I think so. It just, I think it just creates uh, conversation. You know, people start talking about it, and I think if everyone plays it. All the, all the cards too close to chest. No, no one really knows what's going. <laughs> no one really knows what's going on. So yeah, just it's just a good place. It's just a good place to reach me as well. My YouTube channel. All right, wonderful. Well, Jake, thank you once again for coming on the show. I'm no sure worries. sure we'll get you on eventually somewhere down the line. We'll we'll, we'll find more to talk about. I'm sure maybe we'll after nationals or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. We can like round up. That sounds good. All right. So thank right. you once again, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Take care, Matt. Thank you once again to Jake for joining us on the show. Best of luck to you in the upcoming regionals and eventually at the nationals in the UK. The UK nationals are coming up in June, June 1st through 3rd at the UK Games Expo. Please keep in mind that the national tournaments are invite-only tournaments, so you're going to have to win your way into the tournament at one of the regional events, or sometimes there are other smaller events which you can win to get in as well, but you will need an invitation to play in the national tournament. Speaking of tournaments, though, and regionals, this week in the U.S., we have PAX East coming up. I will be attending that convention, which means I will be out of the office from well, most of the week, actually. PAX East takes place April 5th through 8th in Boston. Since I'm out of the office, that means I will be unable to fulfill any delivery crab orders that come in during that time. So please be patient. Orders will be filled as soon as I get back, but there will be a little disruption in service while I am out of town. But I think that's all we have for this week. I still have a lot to do before I leave for PAX, so I'm going to get out of here. All of you fellow seekers out there have been keeping me real busy, so it's time to go and make some more deliveries. 